What is going on, everyone? Welcome to today's News Tonight, episode 77. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm here hosting on a Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> as you all know, Ash was uh, up in Northern California, where I'm from, uh, visiting his right. parents. And so he, he came in hot today, quite literally, just off the plane <laughs> yes. into TNT. So uh, we yeah. planned for me to host. Uh, he'll be hosting Friday in my stead. Um, as you can see, though, we are joined by a very special guest, one of our own today, Yo. Vash. How's it going, man? How are you? It's awesome. I'm so glad to be here, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like how we just went over it a little bit before show. Just It, it was just random spur of the moment, kind of like, hey, you know what? Maybe it'll work out. <laughs> and so uh, there was a huge announcement that I'm very, very attached to with, you know, we'll get into it, of course. And um, I'm just glad that I'm here, and I'm, I'm glad you guys had a spot for me, and I appreciate everything you guys do. Hey, well, thank thank yeah, you. Man. We appreciate Always you coming in, you. especially on yeah. such short yeah. notice. Uh, yeah, as you're wearing one of the ab- objectively best shirts ever. No yeah, you didn't. I don't even show you the back, but yeah, it's got like uh, the Travis Strikes Again like logo in the back with his That's like awesome. the concept art or whatever. Oh, no, yes. let's go. That's if, cool because you know it's a nice thing we have in common. I'm also wearing one of the objectively best shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I gotta say, it's really love funny, it. Steve. You're Not missing planned. out because I just happened to decide on this shirt oh, no. today too. <laughs> Not my, my, little. Shirt, my shirt has specific meaning today, and and some of y'all will find out in about 47 minutes why. But <laughs> nice. anyway, without getting too far into specifics, as you can tell, I'm joined as always by my co-founders in Good Vibes Gaming, Ash Paulson in the upper left, Derek Bittner in the upper right. Uh, before we get into today's news, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. I want to get a little serious on you for a sec. Um, over the last couple of days, I have come to find out that our former colleague from Game Explain, uh, Tris Valbuena, lost their home in a tragic house fire, uh, which is, as far as I know, as of the taping of today's show, uh, is caused by arson. So just a terrible set of circumstances. Uh, I've reached out to Tris. I've verified that they are safe. Uh, they and their partner are okay. And that's what matters the most but uh, if you could head over to twitter.com slash tuntris you can find out what the latest is on that situation i know that they're looking at launching a gofundme uh to help them recover the you know a lifetime of possessions that they've lost uh yeah. you know i'm glad they're safe i'm glad that they are that they are well and that they are you know they've found shelter because i mean it's the middle of a pandemic and they lost their home in in the worst possible way um but they will be launching a campaign uh, Ditto M, I believe their stuff is gone. I, I don't have all the full details. Yeah. I just I just reached out to them this morning when I found out to ask them if they were okay and if their or, partner was okay. And that's the the latest info I have. But uh, yeah, all he said on Twitter so far is that it's likely that he lost all all his yeah. possession. Or they yeah, lost I had all seen possessions. I I had seen that they said that they were going to return uh, when they were allowed to to kind of go through the the wreckage as it were and, and see if they could recover anything. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a horrible situation. And like I said, they could use your support right now. So if you can, even yes. if it's just kind words of encouragement or whatever you can, you can offer, please, please, please show them your support. They absolutely deserve it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't wish anything yeah. like this on anyone. I just wanted to let, uh, cause I know there's a lot of folks here that are fans of them. So uh, please yeah. show them your love and support. If there's anything you can do, please do it. Tris um, is a genuinely wonderful human being. Just, just they are a f- wonderful person. So please, anything you can do, yeah, sending good vibes, supporting their GoFundMe if and when it launches. Anything you know, you all can do, we would really appreciate it. We just want to help them get back on their feet as much as possible. I can't imagine what that must be like to go through. So, mm-hmm. sending you all the best, Tris. We are all sending you all our best. 
Yeah, everyone here at GVG is pulling for you, and and if there's yeah. anything we can do, like I uh, like I mentioned to you, please let us know, because uh, we will do yep. all we can to support Absolutely. you in your time of need. Um, moving on to to a little bit happier piece of housekeeping. <laughs> I, I apologize for yeah. starting the show heavy, but that's that's the kind of thing I want to get out of the way first. Um, Definitely. So if. Uh, a couple other things happened. I was originally going to do this long-ass breakdown of uh, Dragon Ball Super Chapter 71. That's not happening because uh, Fidel, my my resident Dragon Ball hype guy, is not here. It's a really good chapter. Go check it out. Um, we'll, we'll have more on that front, uh, as our patrons know, probably in the coming months. But uh, the other thing, Sega, this isn't a story, but they opened up applications for the PSO2 uh, New Genesis Beta. That is on PC, so if you have the Xbox Insider app on your PC uh, and you want to play with me, I will be in the beta. Sega sent me an invitation for it. Uh, wow. So I will be playing Very that cool. live here on GVG probably sometime on May 14th. Uh, so if you want to play with me, sign up. Let me know on Discord or in my Twitter DMs or wherever. Send me a smoke signal because uh, I will be playing with members of the community exclusively if you're interested. So that's that. That's everything we have before the show out of the way. And we have a whole ton of news to discuss today. I'm I'm trying to turn us into a Final Fantasy 14 channel. And you're bringing yes. PSO into this. How dare you? Yes. Listen, How man. I still dare you? Hey, I'm playing, I've, I've been playing 14 for about six years. And I'm so hyped for, for PSO2 uh, nice. New Genesis. I'm definitely going to be there ship two if there is a ship two. I don't know. But Heck I'm yeah. going to be there. Yeah. I still need to uh, show the world my FF4, or FF14 character. Me too. I haven't yet. I've... I played around up to like level eight, done some, you know, early quests. And I know Derek said last time, oh, that's cute. Level eight, that's, that's cute. <laughs> I, mean, on the head. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, that maybe takes what, an hour? Listen, <laughs> actually, yeah. Well, well I, I, maybe. It, it took me maybe two to three hours, but I was also exploring a little bit too. So oh, it's probably fair. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, I don't, I don't know it, but wait, Ash, maybe Rogadin or Lalafell, one of those two, I want to say? Lalafell. Okay, yeah. Guess? I just, I don't know. I got that vibe. Is it either the nice. biggest guy or the smallest man? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really like the look of the more human-like characters, and I just kind of wanted to be an anime boy. And I was like, "Hey, Lalafells are anime boys and girls." Whoa, Let's whoa, just go whoa. With that. whoa, whoa, whoa! The dragon people—I don't know their names because I've played. Uh, Aura, minutes. yeah, uh-huh. they are the true anime race. All right, they got horns and tails and <laughs> no, spikes. I, and no, 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 are no, we no. really going to disclude cat? People? I was going like, to say, okay, <laughs> let's be honest. Oh, that is only anime and through anime. Cat yeah. girls yeah. are the only cat girls are true anime, anime right there. You yeah. can't be a cat man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> right? I know. Right? Everybody loves the cat boy. We got new pants boy. that you want for butts. Yeah, <laughs> He's been spreading around. He's Twitter. not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm no, a cat boy, no, so yeah, it works out. I have not gotten that piece of armor yet, but I am far from it. Like where where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. Man, so, well, I will yeah. I will return to Final Fantasy fourteen, but I know I know you know Derek because you own this channel right along with me and Ash that we're pretty busy right now. Yeah, we got a lot, we we got a lot to do tonight after this show. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. when when we can, we will. And I I will I actually do love FF fourteen so far, uh, but man, I bleed blue. I'm a Sega boy all the way, so I'm gonna have to <laughs> check out that PSO two NGS beta as soon as it drops. And like I said, GV gang, come on along. We'll we'll learn about the game together, but. We have a lot of news to discuss today, gentlemen. Uh, and I know that Vash in particular is is practically trembling with anticipation for our first story. So I'm going to get oh, yeah. that one up on screen now. And uh, this comes to us by way of our good friend Nibel on Twitter. 
Famitsu has uh, revealed that Tales of Arise is going to launch on September 9th for PS5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S, as well as, you know, last-gen versions, PS4, Xbox One. It's also coming to Steam. A ton of information about this game has dropped. Seven minutes of gameplay. We're getting 4K 60 FPS mode. We're getting a graphic fidelity mode, which I assume is 30 FPS. Battles load faster. Vash, I'm going to throw it to you first, man, because this is why you reached out to me today. <laughs> exactly. Tell me what you know. Uh, I mean, essentially, like, I don't want to go crazy overboard with like, oh, let's talk about the history and how long it's been and blah, blah. Like, basically, <laughs> this is the, there's been 16 uh mothership titles if you want to include like some sequels like dawn of the new world and stuff like that there's like up to 19 but this one will be the 17th title in this franchise and it started on super famicom so like you know tales has been there for since forever and so uh it, it's it's crazy they're they're taking huge leaps and bounds from where we've known tales of because tales of is started as like a side scroller like kind of like um not beat them up, but just sort of like an action RPG in the sense of where you're you're actively moving. Not ta- no no turn based battle, no nothing like that. And um, and yeah, just from what we've seen, I, I did a whole breakdown as soon as it, I woke up, looked at my phone uh, at like nine in the morning. I had like fifteen pings from people being like, "Hey, how did you see what happened?" Blah blah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like there there's a do- you can dodge in this game, which is totally new to a Tales fan. You can actually uh, auto ledge jump, Orcarina time style, off of a ledge in this nice. game, which is totally new <laughs> to the Tales series. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it, there's a lot of things that are different and a lot of things that are really, really exciting, but I mean, I'm just so glad we found, we, we had Tales Fest come by not too long ago. We had multiple, like, um, what was it? It's like Tokyo Game Show that came by not too long ago. And we were just waiting for news, waiting for news. And they, it, we, everyone was like, did they rebrand it? Because we did have, um, uh, I believe it was like a, a licensing name for Tales of Luminaria. So we don't know what okay. that is. But um, but so people were thinking maybe it got rebranded or something. Uh, but no, sure enough, it's here September 9th. I'm gonna be there 24 hours. Like I'm gonna just sit That's there awesome. for 24 hours playing that nice. game. Holy great. cow! I almost That's... wonder if like Tales of Luminar is either a mobile. It's either a mobile game or a Switch game. I hope it's an MMO. Give me another MMO. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. This is actually the day before my birthday, so I might have to nice. you know if I'm in the if I have time to play a JRPG. Ha! Time. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I would child. I would love to check it out. Because I, I'm like a casual Tales fan. I really, I, I loved Symphonia back in the day. Really like Vesperia back in the day. But most of the other Tales of games, I've not been able to stick with that I've tried. Okay. So, but I've heard so much about Arise, and people are so excited about it, and they've oh, yeah. been so excited about it. And I feel like, even though I've not been anticipating it, I still feel like I've been waiting forever for this game to actually <laughs> get announced well, your, like, with a release date. You want your anime character? This is like the franchise for you, Ash. I know. Like, it's, it's anime as hell. Um, exactly. Super I. Great. I, I'm very much like you, where Tim, Tales of Symphonia is the only one I've beat. I, a friend lent it to me. I played it, like, mm-hmm. really addicted. I feel like that's the one everybody uh, played at the, the, for the Tales series. And it's a shame that there isn't more, because I wanted to get Vesperia because I was so excited from Symphonia, but didn't have a 360. And didn't have a chance to get to, haven't had a chance to get back to Vesperia. I picked up Zillia, but for whatever reason, didn't stick with it. It might have been one of those Same. things where I just got called away and just didn't uh i recently a did a it. i did a platinum playthrough of zillia and that was my first time playing it and it was a good time oh. it, the, it was, the battle system probably one of my favorites in the tale series is that the one that has the sphere grid-esque uh character advancement system is it kind of it's, it's, it's called like a lilum okay. orb and it's like you once you upgrade so many it expands even more so and and so on okay. so forth but uh nice. that's the first that was the first tales game that we had two main protagonists that you can choose from so, mila and jude 
real right. Real quick, I, I do remember that aspect. I was a mm-hmm. little confused about this. Vash, uh, that September 9th date is that Japan or the West? I thought it was. I'm Japan, guessing. Right? I, I think it's like you know how uh, it'll say September 9th, but then it's actually the 10th for us. Like like in that sense, oh, you think I think it's a it, global release. Date yeah, I think it's of? just like because this is. I wanted to mention um, Tales of Crystoria is like the last Tales game that's come out, but that's the mobile game, and that was the first Tales game that was launched globally. And so the new mm-hmm. the new Tales uh, series director he basically said he wants to like start incorporating the West make make changes to the series that would help you know get people involved from the West to be more interested in the series and uh, now we're getting this game that's being launched globally and it's really really exciting because uh, uh, Berseria was the last main title and that one came out on PS3 in Japan like maybe three months before it came out here. So the, huge, huge steps for the series. They've been they put out a, a Twitter uh, account that they've never done for a mobile game for the for the West. They they've done a whole revamp of the YouTube channel to like put translated. Um, they even put some of the anime that they've never localized onto Crunchyroll. So like, oh, wow, Tale, Tales of is getting very, very you know interested in it's spreading their wings. It's interesting they're getting that push because from what, what my understanding, Tales is basically the top the, the number three rpg series in japan like yeah it's, they, they Dragon have quest final fantasy then tales they have they have uh tales of the tales of festival happens every year and they host mm. them in stalker stadiums because there's so many people oh my gosh wow yeah. Jeez, I, it's it's a franchise i feel like i need to check out more but you know yeah jrpg takes a little while mm-hmm. like i'd right. love to check out like start like with fantasia and work my way up but apparently the gba version of tales of fantasia is not great <laughs> it's not yeah localization has been a huge issue with the series at least from the roots there's a lot of games that we'd never get to play like destiny tales of rebirth there's a bunch of really big name uh games in the series that we never got to touch but uh, I played through the Game Boy Advance version of Fantasia, and if you can deal with really, really bad dub voices saying mm-hmm. tractor beam in the most ridiculous <laughs> way possible, and that's not I even can, joking, that's what it sounds like. So, <laughs> I can be it by that, you'll be those, right. But I would enjoy them. Like, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> as someone who, oh, uh, who played Star, a lot of Star Ocean 2 back in the day, I can get behind. And, Lu- and Lunar, Lunar 1, Lunar 2, you know, I can get that, back lovely, behind yeah. some yeah, that's good. goofy dub mm-hmm. special, uh, special moves mm-hmm. names. Then you yeah, would yeah, love was... Tales of Eternia. That one's the worst I... dubbing ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why I skipped Tales of Legendia when, after, because I think that's the next game that came out after um, Symphonia. Um, yeah, it was it was made alongside Tales of the Abyss, and actually, I think some mm-hmm. fighting game developers were help, were working on that one with Bandai, like from Tekken and stuff. So that's why that game oh, wow. is that that one's vastly different in the sense of like combat and gameplay, and also um, for some reason they, they we the the series um, Ash, you might be aware uh, the series uh, Sakuraba is the is the composer. I was actually going to ask you about him. Yeah, yeah, but Goshi. Tales of Legendia, listen to me, chat. Listen to me, everybody who's watching this video. Tales of Legendia is one of the best OSTs ever made. Please go listen to it. Go Sheena. Go go Sheena did that whole, that whole, that was the one Tales game where it was like, go Sheena, go wild. And nice. uh, They they went wild. It was insane. So, yeah, Legendia is so good. I was going to ask you, uh, do we know yet if Motoi Sakuraba is returning for Rise? I believe Rise? they're both credited because uh, okay, Go, Sh- Go Shina was on Tales of Zesty, uh, Zestiria um, uh, for vocal tracks and then also the shrine challenges that were in that game. So I believe okay. they're both credited. I might be wrong on that, but I, I'm pretty sure they're both going to be on this next one. And uh, it's going to be great. I, I think so in the news that they put out for Tales of Arise, by the way, that... Um, 
this game will have the most anime cutscenes of any of the games. To yeah, this the, point. and I, 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 I can't even pronounce studio. it. I can't pronounce it properly, but it's like Ufotable or Ufotable or something like that. That's the name of the anime. They they, they did um, Dragon Slayer, well, right? Yeah, Dragon Slayer uh, yeah. or like uh, they they've done a lot of like really cool um, animations, and so yeah, they said this is probably in the franchise itself the most cutscenes that are going to be fully animated by them, which is awesome. So nice. I that was my first time hearing anyone say Tales of Zesty. D- d- if I were to say like Tales of Vespi or Tales of Symphy, could I pass as a hardcore? Is that does that work? For uh, every if you, if you say Vespi and you say Zesty, yes. And okay, it, and it, Symphy, and, no. Uh, Symphy, no. Yeah, people just say Symphonia. Okay. Like they won't even say Tales oh, of. Gotcha. They just say Symphonia. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I'll okay. So it's um, Fantasy Thinker fan confirmed. I think. Uh, Demon Slayer, and it, and that's the one common thing I've heard of about Demon Slayer is it's freaking gorgeous. So. Yeah, the animation style is really good. Yeah, and uh, I believe most of the animes that are out on YouTube and Crunchyroll were also animated by that that um company. So very 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 good stuff, and the quality is there. It's really good. And Tales of Fantasia anime on Crunchyroll just got English dub, and uh, JYB, the voice actor for Vash, is actually uh, the main character Crest, which is the original protagonist from the first oh, game. Oh, cool! So, very oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. funny because he also wasn't he the uh, new protagonist in Dawn of the New World. Yes, he was Emil slash Ratatos. The funniest thing is, you guys know my brother. He was on the show yes. Broly Legs. Uh, Broly is his character a tag name from when we were playing like Halo One back in the day. That's when we started picking our tag names. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Broly is now voiced by JYB, who voices Vash. So it came full circle for me and nice. him. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I've, very, only, very... I've only heard a few of his grunts from fighters. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it just it just sounds like Ichigo or any other voice. That oh he's yeah, done. but, I mean, uh, but yeah. that's Broly. To, like, just <laughs> need this guy to scream. <laughs> yeah, but um, another interesting thing about Arise that's really cool is that all the char- From what I was told, all the characters are uh, they all have the same character designer. It's all one person, as opposed to the rest of the series where it's been like multiple people. Oh, okay. Very nice. cool. Hmm. Very cool. Well, I, I I never realized they were designed by multiple people throughout the series because it always seemed pretty uniform. Like when I hear multiple people, I think Xenoblade Chronicles two, the, all the blades, because you could definitely yeah. tell there's a lot of different <laughs> yeah. designs going in there. But yeah, yeah just true. overall very exciting stuff. I can't wait to play the game, and um, it's so. I think the weirdest aspect that I'm I'm getting off of first first look from it all is the voice. I'll, I love the voice cast for Critical Role. I love all the names of I me, mean, like Troy Baker and stuff like that. And Ray Chase is slowly getting up there in my in my list of people who are like you know being in everything these days. I mean, he's in Near Replicant. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, Ray, uh, Ray Chase and I believe it's Erica Lindbeck. Uh, oh, okay. They're okay. both in this game and they were also both main characters in the last game, Tales of Berseria. So it's a little weird that I'm oh, going to really? hear the same voice again. You know what I mean? Usually that, yeah. I thought they usually try to get a whole new cast. Uh, they do, like, but they, yeah. they've had repeats. Like Sam Regal has been in like four different games. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean... Ray Chase uh, was Ray Chase was I think was Noctis as well. So Noctis, Noctis yeah. and got Jesse for Aaron and Master of Masters. Utaba. Oh, <laughs> right, I forget he does that. Does that? Oh well, he does a great awesome. job with that. Ray role. Chase has been just yeah. really good though. Like he's ever since he like first heard of him, thanks to Noctis, and then just yeah, blew That's, up. Yeah, yeah, that was my first time hearing him, and then it went straight into like I'm going to be in everything now. <laughs> mm. nice. Fun fact: and, Every Night wife. Studio points out uh, he plays Roy in Smash. Yep, Roy in Smash. Right. 
And fun fact, my wife actually like uh, no or went to school, uh, went to college uh, with Ray. Like she had, they're not like close oh, wow. friends. Oh, wow. She's like, oh, my buddy Ray is not this. That's so cool. So they kind of wow. like, you know, are acquaintances. Yeah. Nice. Well, y'all, I know we could probably go on for another 30 minutes, but we're already 30 minutes into our allotted time for the show. We probably should talk about other stories real quick, though, before we move on. A couple pieces of housekeeping. <laughs> uh, real quick. Abisola Oseni has joined uh, as a brand new patron uh, to our producer tier. So awesome. I don't know if you're in the audience, uh, if you go by a different name it's, on YouTube. but It's really to... funny. So, Steve, I don't think you realize that's my wife. Oh, <laughs> that's my wife. Yeah. I did not that realize that. Yeah, she she wanted to uh, she wanted to donate and, you know, do, donate to the GVG cause. She's, of course, very proud of me and us. And so well, now, she, now we uh, have to have a high hun at the end of the show, not a high mom. I, I mean, know, right? That's a, the EP. Yeah. I know, she's not an EP. Oh, yeah. So what's funny, though, is she actually she, she, she doesn't want to have her name read out or listed. She's like a super private person. So she just wanted to donate and be well, part of the cause. But I apologize. We don't need to have her name in the you, are, you are an executive producer in our hearts, though. Exactly. Um, exactly. You, you definitely executive produce one of our co-founders up here. Like I like yeah. I say about Amy and Derek, Ash would not exist without you. I guarantee it. One, however, I guarantee it. <laughs> we do have one other piece of breaking news. Uh, Geeky Griffin has upped their pledge from ten dollars to twenty five, joining the EP Ooh. squad. Uh, I hope you're in the audience. I haven't I haven't seen you, but uh, thank you so. for your generosity, Geeky Griffin. We appreciate that so 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 much. And now I know uh, Basola's. Like legal name, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Apologize for that out. Yeah. I was just assuming oh, she was oh, the Ishi, goes by Ishi Dragon. Yo, that's me. Oh, oh awesome. Ishi Dragon. All right. Well, well, thank there you so you much. I, I recognize you now. I see you in almost every episode. That's my so. wife. <laughs> that's my wife. I'm married to Ishi Dragon. <laughs> Watch one of these days. My wife's name is going to show up in here, and I'm going to be shocked. I'm gonna be like, I didn't know that. Anyway, 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 moving on. <laughs> that was fun. So from one piece of good news to a piece of decidedly bad news, let's go ahead and get this up on screen here. Uh, this comes by way of Twitter and uh, in the GigaLeak, apparently, it, which apparently keeps given. <laughs> but uh, there was a file that someone located of uh, meeting minutes from, from the Capcom leak that confirms that Sony paid to have the PC version of Monster Hunter World delayed and the announcement of its existence pushed back. They did the same for Iceborne, and they are also the reason cross-play and cross-saves were not enabled. Yikes. Yep, that sounds like Sony. Yeah, that's Sony. So, so far, so Sony. Sony paying to be the bad guy here, like paying for the opportunity to <laughs> like actively, all that whole like, first part sounded like you can okay, you know they're trying to play to their strengths here, they're trying to get something nice for themselves, but then that last statement's just like, Man. oh, they hate <laughs> crossplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I don't get. Well, I understand like the myopic view that leads to that, and is that oh, you know, if people have to play in our ecosystem, they'll go where their friends are, and so on and so forth. But that's not really. I will say that last generation. Past a certain point, I started just looking at games, and if they were on Xbox, I would get them there because I didn't want to support, you know, a company that was so against me being able to play with my friends regardless of platform. I would much rather, you know, and I realized that Sony at this point knows that they lost that fight. Like, they can't mm. do that. It damages their goodwill enough to where uh, the the dollars and cents don't add up. Um, 
But it sucks to know that behind the scenes they were pushing so hard that they were willing to pay Capcom off to to prevent this functionality from existing. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this yeah. is so I mean, bad. I know, right? And it makes sense for Capcom. It's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Capcom, oh, man. I killed Nichols. Oh, oh, I'm 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 this entire time of hitting this table and knocking so, it all so, over. Sony so. just tried to get rid of your lock-on technology. I, I know. Derek's pissed Jeez. about uh, It's because it was Ace Attorney, so I thought Capcom was doing something. I, I thought I Ace know. Attorney fell, but it's right there. Oh, my God. That that could not have been better staged. But... No, perfect. <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sony, Sony just came objects. out, you talking shit? Yeah, <laughs> I got something for you, Derek. So see, start seeing a red dot. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! I mean, but uh, technically, they'd have to look out of their own building and into your window. That could count as crossplay. They might not do it. <laughs> mm, that's true. <laughs> we can't. Oh, we can't reach Derek on yeah. his own platform. We have to bring him on our YouTube channel <laughs> to kill him and then mess with him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it just it comes a long way from I, I remember, I believe it was at E3, but I remember that funny Sony like it was one executive passing a game over to his friend. Like, I, I remember that oh, so yeah. like vividly oh, yeah. in my in my head. And I'm like, it's so weird how Sony just goes from this kind of point of view to like, oh, what they've been doing recently. It's just, man, I mean, mm-hmm. Sony is a um, cocky Sony. Sony is never good. I mean, yeah. the well, really, when all the big three get cocky, it, it, it's kind of not that is good. true. Cocky Sony, especially they, though, I feel like kind of goes the mm, distance in, mm, in a way. That's I, I remember when uh, during the PS3 days, you know, especially when PS3 wasn't oh, uh, doing particularly real fun. quick. Uh, Ditto M. I would love to hear uh, see a source for that uh, because apparently this story was proven false a few days ago. Oh man! Oh really? Let's see. I know it, it was like whenever the story started coming out, everyone was like, eh, you know, it was just discussions or whatever. Well, it did. Yeah. Our, our headline is that it seems to indicate it's not necessarily 100 percent. Yeah, it's not necessarily yeah, good, uh, good to have it one way yeah. or the other. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to know the, the source on that as well, just because. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? What better time than when we're wrong to change the topic? <laughs> A quick bit of breaking news. Something here. came up. Yeah. Uh, Alessia has updated their pledge from $10 to $25, joining our EP squad. Ooh, uh, thank hey, you so Alessia, much. Ellie slash so Alessia. Much. That's awesome. We appreciate you so, thank so you. much. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. But it yeah, wasn't confirmed. I'm... It's like a rumor. So th- this what could be one way or the other. We don't know for sure. Right. Right. Gotcha. It, but it, I mean, it certainly tracks. It would not surprise me at all. Yeah, that's the thing. You hear this. Like, yeah, that sounds yeah. like Sony. Yeah, yeah. it would not it wouldn't surprise me at all because that is absolutely something they, they would do. Yeah, I, I, mm. I would see them. I could see this going either way. I could see Sony mm-hmm. being myopic enough to, to pay some you know, to pay Capcom to not include this. I could also see Capcom just not thinking that people would want this, which is really weird. Um, but either way, you know, if, if they do this, yeah, if Sony did this, it's just another in a line of poor decisions that they've made that are, I, man, it's hard to classify them as poor decisions, but definitely anti-consumer decisions. Right. Yeah, right. that sounds about right. Going, <laughs> well, going there, there was real, another... Oh, go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, going back real quick, I would have to argue that of the big three... Nintendo is absolutely the worst when they're at peak cockiness. Like when yeah. Nintendo is at 100% swagger, they are the worst. I mean, yeah, we, we forget that like Nintendo 
basically told people, if you want to make a game on the NES, it literally can't ever appear anywhere else. And you're going to pay us for the privilege. Like, mm-hmm. like Nintendo what are they, Atlas? Just locked, you're talking about locked. Atlas right now? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. guarantee you, if Nintendo maintained the stranglehold they had on the industry in the 80s, they would be like, you're never going to stream any of our games. Yeah, because oh, yeah, where <laughs> because we own you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Meanwhile, yeah, I think at at peak at peak arrogance, Nintendo is worse. But I feel like Sony Sony reaches as their the ramp arrogance quicker. Like um, yeah, exactly. I think there's, the ramp like, up is worse for Sony. Yeah, yeah. If, there's if, some if, level of confidence you have to have if you put John Cena in a desert playing Switch. Like you have to be super <laughs> confident at that point. Oh yeah. I, when I saw that commercial of John Cena in the middle of like the freaking Vegas desert playing the Switch, I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> How cool is Nintendo right now? Uh, Fantasy Thinker fan brings up a great point that uh, this is a story we actually were going to mention, but just struck just to keep it down to the usual eight stories. But there is a story circulating today about uh, Resident Evil 8 and a parody contract that Sony and Capcom had going, you know, to keep certain exclusivity stuff with Resident Evil 8. I won't get into it, but that is apparently legitimate. And so that's just another reason that I why I wouldn't be surprised if this uh, other story was you know legitimate but i mean these type of things kind of happen like look at the it's pretty typical especially with capcom because again look at the what was it capcom 5 on on gamecube and oh yeah uh especially with they had that their one big hit which was resident evil 4 and that got ported everywhere even beautiful Mm -hmm. joe got ported to ps2 i don't necessarily think that this is a a bad practice either there's a far more insidious practice that's too common in the game industry which is like the per retailer pre-order bonus seriously Mm. fuck that yeah to get every every bit of dlc for a game you love you have to buy like eight copies but i mean it makes sense if you're a platform holder to try to basically commission exclusives from outside parties you know why wouldn't you want Uh, yeah. Street Fighter Six, for instance, to be exclusive to your platform. Yeah, it's not great for for gamers, but at the same time, it's at least a logical business move. Like yeah. you're you're gonna want mm-hmm. to get, you know, if if Nintendo says, "Hey, we'll make a game for you, Xbox, if you give us a billion dollars," I'm sure Microsoft would pony up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, oh, I was hey, having we... that internal conflict. I was kind of thinking like. I understand why people might might be uh, might have the best opinion about what's going on with all this, but I also think like you got to make a reason why your console is winning the war or like why it's appealing to people. So if you have certain like Microsoft's doing it right now with Bethesda, we don't know in the future if certain Bethesda titles are going to be only Microsoft exclusive. So oh, they it's like be. some <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. It you, really you is inevitable. You don't spend that kind of money and then still let them make co- games for every platform. You you don't you, make a picture of Step Brothers um yeah, Doom guy, Doom and, guy and, 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 uh, <laughs> and and not expect yeah. them to have yeah, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Also though, I I I resent the fact that Master Chief is the older brother in that picture. Like <laughs> the Doom guy absolutely deserves to be the one with the hand on the shoulder. Come on. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, I mean his legacy reaches much further back than Master Chief's does. Not exactly. to disrespect the Chief, but this is Doom, man. Doom put put I mean, also, Doom map. literally came first, so let's just, yeah. Let's exactly. just be real. If if Doom Guy and Master Chief teamed up, like Doom Guy would be ripping and tearing people apart and Master Chief would be barfing in his helmet. Like he would, he'd be like, "God, please stop! Show some decorum! <laughs> Fuck! Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought we were just going to drive a warthog around. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you don't have the controls in them. We have guns. Yeah. 
Is that a knife uh, on your forearm? Are you stabbing that man's <laughs> eye right now? I mean, how low tech are you? This is ridiculous. I mean, let's put it this way: the uh, the oh god, it's been so long since I played Halo. The aliens in that in that game are still you know have all their limbs all their limbs attached, so you can tell who's the more brutal fighter. <laughs> That's true. Damn. I would love to see a game where you're playing as Doom guy in the Halo universe and vice versa. Like the demons are all cocky in Doom, and the aliens in Halo are Coming just terrified. They're like, "Oh shit, yeah. man, come on, just get to the ship. This guy's crazy. Let's go. <laughs> get me out of here." Hey, hey, wait, yeah. that ain't chief. That ain't chief. Back up. Back <laughs> here. Whatever, man, whatever we're doing yeah. here is over. I'm out. I can see his forearm. No, that's not right. I feel like when when the VOD version of this episode drops, we're going to be hearing from some from some hardcore chief fans about the. Uh, my my brother is the biggest Halo fan, but I'm. I'm sure he would all agree that Doom Guy sure. just is another level yeah. of kind of grotesque with his, oh, I agree. With his uh, way of handling things. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely if, if I, I like to, to balance choose. it, like if you want to appease the Halo fans, balance it in the way of like uh, uh, Chief has some finesse to his kills. You know, he has like a little bit more eloquence to his to it all. Sure. And, you know, Doom Guy is a little bit more hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. All right. We, we... Speaking <laughs> of people who violently punch things to win, let's throw our <laughs> nice. next story up on screen. Leather. I mean, obviously, a, a little bit more kid-friendly version. I mean, there's no limbs <laughs> being torn off, but Knuckles has been uh, revealed in the weirdest of ways to be in the Sonic 2 movie. <laughs> and that is, I guess, apparently when they shoot these movies, they just include life-size plastic props of some of these Ops, yeah. I, I, mean, I can imagine yeah. it kind of helps. <laughs> I would think so. I and mean, I guess I'll just be the first to say, you guys, Knuckles looks... If this is representative of what he's going to look like CG-wise, he looks bomb he Dude, looks he great looks awesome. he yeah. looks friggin' great like the only thing i noticed with him and it might be just because of the the glare it doesn't look like he has his white ring around right. his neck like the boomerang yeah. it, it, yeah. it gives yeah. me the the same vibe of you know when you in aladdin when you saw genie without the hand the like little cuffs and he kind of yeah. feels like a little naked it gives uh-huh. me that same kind of vibe where i'm like eh, something's not right here but it, it, it looks it does make him a little more naked yeah, yeah. <laughs> more naked his shoes um, are also not as colorful, but they still are at the Lego top. So, you know, it's mostly the same and tails. Tails looks perfect. Um, yeah, it's it's this movie should not be looking this good. I'm I don't like, even no. care. This is amazing. I walked out of that movie theater smiling and I was I, I was like, man, that yeah. was great. I'm going to buy that on 4K as soon as it comes out. And I did. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Steve. The thing I have to point out is that. Uh, and this sounds dumb, but I'm going I'm going full tinfoil hat on this one. All right, all right. Uh, the way that uh, Sonic and Knuckles are positioned in this shot would indicate that they're not fighting each other, but rather standing together. I was going to say that because my yeah. when this story came out, my initial reaction was like, man, I missed the days where I was just at Blockbuster Video and I didn't know anything about a movie that was on a trailer and a little freaking video up up ahead. And now, you know, obviously in the modern age, everyone gets like, you know, they dissect every little bit of information they can get from, uh, you know, sh- secret shots from the from the set. And uh, but it, this could be a turning point where Knuckles is like, oh, wait, I'm actually on your team and we're all facing a threat together. And that's the right part of the story I might have wanted to experience on my own because as we know, in the beginning of the Sonic movie, the echidnas weren't really that friendly. <laughs> with, yeah. Uh, could be, yeah. yeah. It's like the, like, especially with all the torn up stuff behind him, this feels like the end of the, yep. The final like, battle. This could be like thing. the latter half or later in the movie. I agree. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I think um, this is it, like the final showdown with, with, uh, Eggman. I refuse to call him anything else. And, <laughs> I mean, they call uh, him Eggman. Also, 
It is also worth noting that this wasn't the only uh, uh, leak, leak screen or shot from the set. We, we also had a uh, picture of James Marsden and Tika Sumter uh, running from something, some sort of explosion. So Running from those plastic it, figures, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So it, this does all seem to suggest that at least a decent portion of the movie will take place in Green Hills again and not necessarily focus on Sonic's or it could, world it could or be or a, 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 on your left situation where sonic you know uh, that could that be. guy he has like maybe sonic left some rings behind for them and they show up in the end to come help their friends you know that could be as well <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be cool but yeah. you know I, I will say even though they were like the token human characters in, in the the kids movie around all the cg characters and such around sonic i actually quite enjoyed their presence in the first sonic oh movie. yeah i'm kind of sure. glad to see him back yeah oh yeah i i really uh enjoy you know the the job they did they they made believable characters in in a movie that i didn't think humans really would fit well into yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah, yeah I, definitely, I definitely think it was a great uh, they did a great job and it, it also fed to the comedic effect of the fish out of water aspect where you have sonic you know uh doing all these goofy things and this guy's got to react to what what's going on here and so it played that well enough and you know they're, they're great actors and actresses so it, i think you know it's the same kind of effect that people have with Oh, I want to watch a Godzilla movie with no humans. You got to have at least a little bit, and if you're going to have a little bit, make it good. And I think Sonic yeah. did, did a good job. I, I think that's why it, somebody brought up a good point about you know needing humans in like a Godzilla movie because it gives you the sense of scale. It, it, you don't have the humans in there, then you don't have any sense just how big these things are. And yeah. I guess it kind of adds the same element to this. It's, I don't think it's as needed just because you have Robotnik um, for that, but I guess it grounds it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Design wise, like it's, it's, I saw something, I forget where it was, but somebody's mentioned how this is just so weird for most productions because usually it's like they, you know, only a few are kind of snapped. There's usually security there, but something's going on with the Sonic set where it's just all out there and people yeah. are just snapping up like crazy. It's why we've had almost right. new Sonic 2 stuff to talk about every episode. <laughs> yeah. Danilo Imini um, in a chat makes a great point saying, well, the Sonic doll looks a bit more like Game Sonic than Movie Sonic, I believe. So, and, and it does if you if you look at the Sonic props. So there is a chance that what, the, what Knuckles we're seeing here may still look a bit different. The CG model may oh, look yeah. a bit different, but I think they're on the right track. It's like this really nice cross between like Game Knuckles and Boom Knuckles, but not freakishly large buff Boom Knuckles, just a little bigger. Yeah, and, does he yeah. have fingers? I guess I, that's one thing I can't tell. It looks yeah, like it it's it's hard to say. I would I would um, suspect that we're going to get some minor tweaks to this plastic model. Like this isn't the final oh, yeah, design, absolutely. but I think um, it's wait, really close. It's Paramount, right? Paramount's making this? Yes. Paramount, yeah. Yeah, yes. so I bet you like after what happened with the first movie, Paramount's over here on the internet on Twitter looking like, "Oh, are they liking it? Are they liking it? Okay, we're yeah. not going to change it. We're not going to change can it." Can you <laughs> Can you imagine what, what we want, we might be looking at if if Sonic's design had never been overhauled? What what would Knuckles I would be I, I wanted to he would be cursed. We, and so I, wanted, I wanted it to be on the on the freaking Blu-ray or the the 4K. I, I wish it, it was just too, some sort of like yeah, extra yeah. reel or something, man. Yeah. You're going to make me pay $34 for this movie. Give me something. <laughs> Uh, Evernight Studio, after my own heart, says, look at him. He don't chuckle. He'd rather flex his muscles. You know, of course, wow. referencing all the wonderful Knuckles this wraps in Sonic Adventure 2. I have the, <laughs> the Sonic uh, what is it? So, uh, Adventure 2 Battle CD. I, I have it in my car. I literally drive around with that. Oh, it's nice. so good. Hey, there's no, it's yeah. one of those soundtracks where it's like, there's no reason they had to go this hard. But I've always wondered, <laughs> did Sega reach out to this guy? And he's like, okay, you're, you're an echidna, and you're really tough. I want you uh-huh. to make me a song. But out of his perspective, you're, you're writing a song about yourself. As an echidna, I, I wish I was there for that conversation. Something favorite, like that. 
My favorite is Knuckles rapping to Rouge in Wild Canyon. Give up the emeralds or die. I don't love you. Yeah. It's you can't make that shit up. It's so good. Yeah, uh, and they, uh, and they you, play you, it serious. And they play you, it serious. That, if you yeah. sit there and listen to like me, like the song in Meteor Herd or like uh, yeah. Aquatic Mind, it's just like uh, hope I don't die. Like he's like, I you hope just, I don't yeah. die. Yeah. yeah. And Jared Edmonds, she's sexy, smooth. Yeah, just brought up a really good point. There's, you know what? I feel like it might pop into the movie. Ugandan knuckles meme. I know it's not an actual name, but it's best I got. That they put in Sanic. Yep. Get the crazy old guy to draw a Ugandan knuckles. Oh man, that that would be amazing. Yeah, I I think I feel like that might be offensive in a way that Sanic isn't, though. I feel like they they might not. I mean. The Ugandan Knuckles thing, yeah, I know it has an offensive aspect to it. I'm not quite sure. I, I, I'm not overly familiar with that meme, just the design. So mm-hmm. I think the design aspect, it's fine. Maybe. It's just calling it Ugandan Knuckles, I think, is the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, did, I, I think I, oh, I don't know if it was official oh, or not, but they said something like um, that the, I believe there was an interview where they said they had a lot more freedom with the with what they were going to do and they were going to be right. a little bit more creative and have a little more crazy stuff going on. So maybe, you know, we could get something yeah. like that. Uh, Juan says, "You're damn right, Knuckles." I just wanted to say that. That's really all I got. Damn right, Knuckles. We'll yeah. see about that, Batgirl. I mean, I love Adventure Two. Don't even get me started. I'll talk about oh, this all day. So I know. I love. Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, Knuckles looks awesome, and I can't wait for Sonic Two. We all can't wait for Sonic Two. The, the last yeah. word I have on this is that I hope, I hope that this time, instead of doing rings for the Paramount logo, they use the Chaos Emeralds. That's what I want for Sonic oh, Two. See, I feel like I that's not a spoiler see... unless that's in the trailer. Yeah, that maybe. Uh, even better oh, thing in Paramount, Paramount logo having uh, the, the, like the, uh, Robotnik doing his thing from the end of Sonic One, where he's oh, juggling. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, cool. no, because like you know, at the end of Sonic One, you you get that little bit of like there's that really cool hero moment where Sonic comes alive, right? He's been knocked down, and he, you know he looks like he's gonna lose, and then he's like, you know, you have the whole power of friendship moment where he just explodes in electricity. When I think of that, but I extrapolate it and put it into a supersonic moment, I just get so excited. I oh, want to yeah. see movie CG supersonic, man. I want to yeah. see it. I've been I'm thinking so about excited. it forever. I, I was thinking that this movie would be Robotnik manipulating Knuckles to like, you know, hey, we got to stop this guy. And at the end of the movie, Knuckles teams up with the team. What we might get from this picture we got, they beat Robotnik. And then he takes another, he takes that quill that he got and he starts working on Metal Sonic for the third movie. And I think that'd be awesome. That would be good. I, I'm expecting Metal Sonic for this movie. Oh, you think yeah. so? Yeah, I, I think we'll yeah. see him. I think I, I'm thinking Metal Sonic for this movie and Shadow for the next movie. That's what I see. Maybe that'd be interesting. All right. Well, anyway, we still got <laughs> what like five more stories to cover. Let's go ahead. Yeah. This will be a quick one though. This is an update to a previous story. I'll get that up on screen now. Uh, we previously reported here on TNT that uh, online multiplayer games or free to play multiplayer games. Uh, would no longer require an Xbox Live subscription. And apparently, uh, according to Xbox blog, that day is today. So uh, they have made online multiplayer free uh, for for free-to-play titles, and they they list off a whole bunch of stuff. You know, all the usual suspects are there. Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, stuff like that. Uh, The Crackdown games, which I didn't know were free-to-play. That's weird. (laughs) They need something. But basically, you know, the they've made the common sense thing happen. 
Uh, I don't think that there's a lot mm -hmm. to discuss here, but it, it's good yeah. news for those of you that have an Xbox that don't feel like paying Microsoft a subscription fee just to play games that don't cost money to play <laughs> and that are absolutely <laughs> free on every other platform. Yeah. Uh, I think this is smart. You know, they should have yeah. done this years ago. It should have been a long time ago. I honestly yeah. didn't even know. Uh, uh, PS4 won me over this last gen, so I didn't really play much Xbox One or, or have it around, on, on like at least on very often. So I thought it was just standard already, but guess not. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those yeah. things that you assume in 2021 would have been happening for a while already, but apparently hasn't been. Uh, they used to also have their multimedia apps paywalled off. You had to have Xbox Live Gold to watch Netflix on an Xbox, which Ugh. is really wild. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, this yeah. was something well, yeah, like you said, Steve. There's not a whole lot to say about this. This should have already been the case, and it's good that it now is the case. I mean, yeah. that's another reason I was kind of uh, taken with the PS, you know, PS, Sony's online and PS3 because it was free at the time. So I didn't have to worry about any of that. It was just yep. cool. I, I, I still, I wish we lived in a world where that was still a thing, but at least we get free yeah. games as part of it now. I, I guess that balances it all out. But uh, yeah, not a, not a lot to discuss here. I have a feeling we'll have a little bit more to talk about for this next story, or as I like to call it, our foreign language tweet of the day. <laughs> and uh, that is, and I promise you that's what this says, is that uh, the... Square Enix is looking to staff up for future entries in the Nier franchise. This comes from the Nier PR account, the Japanese Nier PR account on Twitter. They're apparently hiring uh, for specifically for for uh, folks to work on the Nier series. What roles? I don't know. There's um, a lot of kanji in there. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it looks as though, at least from what we have over here, it could possibly be scenario designers, art directors, and assistant producers. We don't know for sure. Um, that's what the research we've done over here seems to indicate, but yeah, don't, you know, certainly don't take that to the bank. It may not actually be those specific titles, but it sure does seem to indicate either way that Square is not done with Nier just because they just remade Replicant and that Nier has a, has a healthy future at that Square. And I'm still great. waiting for that mobile game. I know it got released uh, overseas, but we got the, the, uh, West mm. version got delayed and, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Hey, go get excited for a mobile game." But I am. You know, I want to try it out. And uh, I, I just recently played Near Automata, so I'm getting into the series slowly but nice. surely. And um, I'm going to be playing Replicant tomorrow, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah so Replicant so just... badly. I know I don't have time, but I want to play it. Digging into this a bit further, uh, you are correct, Ash. It's a, a scenario designer, an assistant producer, and an art director is what they're looking for. Yes. Um, for the near series specifically, it even says near series in all of these job title listings. I, a lot of people are wondering if that includes Drakengard. Is Drakengard considered part of the near series? Because apparently, uh, and I've not played any of these dungeons yet, but the dungeons in um, Final Fantasy fourteen that just just uh, yeah they just add a new raid for five point five apparently has some Drakengard connections to it that got people excited. Um, so there's that. I mean, the pre-order numbers must be pretty good for Square if they're already looking at this sort of hiring thing uh, for for uh, you know for Replicant, and of course, Automata has uh, wonderful word of, uh, word of mouth, which I still need to play. Honestly, uh, would not mind uh, picking, checking out Drakengard as well. He's, he's you know subpar as the gameplay is is, is in the, all of those games, but still, it's yeah. I've heard Derek, that a lot. You, uh, you play the, the near the, that's this series almost for the story, not the gameplay. Right, De Derek, you and Michael McCarr are in the same uh, in the same boat. You don't. You both really do need to play near Automata, man. I, and you need I, to play Replicant. I do. Well, I. I mean, it, I want to, but you get you create 
50 or whatever, however many hours for me to go play that <laughs> Create game. The hours. But I do. I never played the original. I really want to play Replicant. Uh, and I'm just glad that this series seems to have, you know, a long life it's, ahead of it still. I, 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 it's very unique in terms of what, in terms of Square's lineup. And uh, I love that it seems to just have a healthy I wanna future. Pl- I want to place a guess that it's probably going to lean more into just re- re-envisioning those earlier games of Dragon Guard and stuff. Because the- if you go Maybe. back, those cu- those cutscenes and stuff are so loony and wacky. And I, I can't even begin to explain. Well, I-, I had someone show me. Because I haven't played those games before. But I- they were like, oh, watch this one scene. You like It's it's wild. Because I love... I- I'm getting a little off track. I really love the loony side of games. That's why I'm a huge No More Heroes fan. Suda51 fan. And yeah, someone yeah. showed me God Hand yesterday, and I've oh, never played God, God Hand. You've never seen God Hand. I've not I'm, played I'm, it, but I've seen it, and it's as soon as I ended my stream yesterday, I went and bought it on PSN because, and I, we were. It was so funny because I was actually watching the video that you guys made for the the forty four or I believe it was like forty eight uh, PS one titles, and mm-hmm. um, and it was on there, and I was like, this game looks wild. And we watched the intro video to some other YouTube, and I'm like, man, I I bought that instantly. <laughs> but uh nice. but yeah near near has that same kind of itch at times where it's just a little loony especially with i think the little moonhead guy's name is emil in automata yeah yeah uh, stuff like that is very out there his origin in uh Replicant. right yeah um, I, I will say and I, I have to point this out that there are some pretty cringy trophies in those games yeah i yeah. I, I saw the one that came out today which is very very unfortunate in regards to Kaine. Yeah. I, yeah, I that's, that's that a bit would... of a Yoko Taroism, I guess, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Which is I... weird because he treats her with such respect otherwise, barring the outfit. I'm pretty but sure I remember of... reading a, a quote from him saying, I just like, you know, I just like women or something like that. So I wouldn't pull it past them that he's just kind of like, oh, right. I'm just diving into my interests or something. I don't know. Something, something wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a that, shame that it goes both ways. When Nier yeah. originally came out, that might have been a bit more acceptable than it is today. And I think that yeah. when when remaking a game, there's value in looking at what the cultural norms are of the time in which you're re-releasing and maybe adjusting accordingly. But I get it. You know, it, it, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. You're you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Right? There are folks like us that kind of lean more towards uh what i like to say the light and uh we we don't appreciate stuff like that and there are people that will simultaneously come out and say well that was in the original game this isn't a real remake anymore i want to look at butts damn it like (laughs) get it i get it there's no winning and i i i sympathize with people who create stuff that are that are in that unwinnable scenario but maybe do the right thing all right (laughs) maybe do the right yeah that's it i i be pretty wild honestly uh barring the frame rate of what i've seen of drake guard 3 uh vash it's that cool. is you want your craziness there you go is uh-huh. yeah. with the baby coming out of the sky and like no that's, that's, the no, no that's drake guard one that's drake one. guard okay. three yeah. is a bit more tongue-in-cheek the thing with i saw was like a, a dragon in a lake uh urinating and i don't i was like so confused drake <laughs> guard 3 is the only exposure i've had to the near series and mm-hmm. i remember thinking oh wow all right this is wild <laughs> oh, it's it. wild! I forget the exact cutscenes, but there is, um, yeah, there's there's some interesting interactions between these sisters as they they fight I, each other. I do love that. Like Square Enix seems to typically just let Yoko Taro just go go wild, though. Like they don't seem to really 
put them on a leash and, and, you know, they shouldn't because he's, there's really no one else like him in the industry. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can, you can buy achievements, you could purchase achievements in near automata, which is awesome. Like mm. you, and like it, it, it totally turns the idea of achievements on its head or trophies or whatever. And I mean, this is the same guy who recorded, I think it was a near automata commercial for square Enix where it was just him rolling on the ground and in a meal head saying shit square Enix. <laughs> and I, and I, no, like, your guitar is amazing as far as that's <laughs> yeah. concerned. Yeah. Uh, one, one says as far as drinking, drinking guard three uh, for anybody who needs to know more about this, it's Madoka Magica crossed with Ruby with, but with a lot more blood and gore that <laughs> I've not watched Madoka Magica, but that sounds about right. I actually never mm-hmm. watched Ruby, but that seems on the, on the ball. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evernight Studio in the in the chat shamelessly bought my Automata Platinum. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> hey, you do you, right. King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do you, King. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have just a couple more stories left. Uh, this one, I'm sure, is is uh, set to delight both Derek and oh, Ash. Oh, uh, yes. Let's get this on screen. <laughs> so we Ooh, finally <laughs> have information on the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. It's coming July 27th, and it will be releasing on Switch, PS4, and Steam. Finally, we have information yeah. on this. Oh, thank goodness. So, I yeah, it includes be. both games and all the DLC. It includes yeah. all the DLC released for both games originally in Japan. And we're finally, finally getting to play this Ace Attorney subseries outside of Japan. And I'm so hyped for this. This is great. Mm-hmm. That, that We've known about this thanks to the ransomware stuff. But to actually see it confirmed, actually see the gameplay, actually see all this in action and get a release date. Oh, thank God. God, I am so friggin' hyped for this. Um, well, and, and so much of, like, you know, the series appeal in the West is seeing how they localize certain things, right? And as soon as I saw Herlock Sholmes. Herlock Sholmes. I love <laughs> what it. What a wonderful name. Perfect. What a wonderful Loopholes. Yeah, Loopholes. Yep. Yep. I love it. Um, the... the Cool thing is, if this does well, this is my hope. If this does well, please give us Ace Attorney Investigations uh, do, uh, in Chronicles as well, so we can get that other game as uh, that never got localized here. And of course, give us Trilogy Two, so we get four, five, and six. Right, get all yeah, these that, that's what I want. over here. That's the one thing. Like, I'm, I'm so glad to have have Great Ace Attorney now out of Japan. I love that. But I also really want four, five, and six to get off the the, the 3ds and and, and in Ace Attorney Four's case, mobile. But I, uh, my, my wife and I play the first three games together on WiiWare, the WiiWare versions, and she loves Ace Attorney. And we try to play four together. It's not the same crowding around a 3ds. It's just not the same or a DS mm-hmm. DS. So um, I really, really want those games to come to a TV friendly format like these are, but, but she's already, I told her today that it was happening and she's already so excited to play mm-hmm. these games. Yeah. I think if we got, you know, one through six all on switch, the battle network series would do great. You guys are right. Capcom, <laughs> get it done. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I like the way, I like the way you think, man. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amy was, when Amy was uh, able to stream, she was working her way through the fifth case of the first Ace Attorney through the trilogy. So I'm like, you have plenty of Phoenix Wright stuff to play now uh, yeah. to experience all this. So that's, that works out well. Um, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm so freaking excited for this, but I did learn something, Ash, that, makes this also kind of painful for both of us. Okay. Um, I saw somewhere, uh, I, I forgot to actually look this up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. This comes out the same day as Neo, The World Ends With You. Hmm. That, that, that's a shame. I will that's say that's worth, 
that's worse for you than for me because I like oh, the right. you. I like it, but you love it, and I'm I'm okay waiting on that in, in favor of, of Ace Attorney. Like, but I definitely get why that's why that's painful for you. I see that makes me upset because that means I can't review this. I have to give it right. to give I have to give Radius Attorney to you while I'll take Neo, which is fine because I want Neo if we can get it early. But right. uh, yeah, it's like dang it, can't get both. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so that's true. Real, real quick, real quick, we have one more story <laughs> left. But a lot of folks asking in the chat, why are we publishing a new video right now? <laughs> I told you guys. 47 minutes ago that you would understand the meaning of my shirt and that it well 54 minutes ago at this point <laughs> we tend to talk here uh the embargo just lifted for previews of returnal so uh in line with that we have the first 30 minutes of the game posted Ooh, right now on gbg returnal, for you to enjoy. Right? hell yeah after, after this show though just wait until we're done <laughs> um <laughs> returnal real quick just uh it's it is fucking amazing Really, really, yeah, you, really, you really great to hear. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, really praising it. I was like, huh? Yeah, I I went in. So Sony reached out to me yesterday and and sent over a copy of Returnal. Thank you, Sony. Um, and they had uh sent over the embargo and they said, hey, you can you can stream as soon as uh at as soon as the embargo lifts, you can stream. Which it's very rare to be allowed to stream a game like right after getting it. So I was like, oh man, I can, I can stream. 30 minutes that's awesome and then i realized it was right in the middle of tnt so i was like oh man i should just play it now <laughs> and uh <laughs> it, it, right. it was damn near impossible to play it for only 30 minutes i, I did not mm. want to stop so um we will have a full, full review on the that's channel later uh in in just about a week is what i can say mm -hmm. I'm, i can't give the exact date um but coming soon so we'll have full thoughts on that but it's it's an excellent game probably in my opinion the best roguelike i've played so far um wow which okay. which is interesting because uh you know obviously you tried out hades but you were a little cold on hades um, yeah i think that this has a lot of the things i liked about hades uh while fixing a lot of the problems i had with hades uh because okay. hades first off i found zero fault with its combat and controls it was fast super responsive you know, had that kind of one more room quality to it that I think was really good, but I didn't really love the delivery of the story in Hades. I, it just didn't grab me uh, in a way that kept me wanting to play. Um, and and I do think Hades did a pretty darn good job of of weaving death into the narrative, but I think Returnal takes it to a whole other level. I think it just blows Hades out of the water. Um, Very nice. So I, I gotta see this. I yeah, gotta see this. I'm looking I for, yeah. I'm, I'm going to um, be reaching out to PlayStation and seeing if we can get another copy or two of the game because I feel like you guys have to play this and we have to talk about it because it's. I think it's going to catch yeah. a lot of people by surprise how good it is. That's great because I, I was I was uh, you know looking forward to it and, and and interested until I heard it was a roguelite and you know then I was like I'm, I still think it looks cool but I'm not quite sure but to hear your glowing praise of it, Steve, I feel like I need to play this and you said the adaptive triggers are or, or the uh, adaptive triggers yeah. are great. Which is the, I love that it is it is another game that makes excellent use of the dual sense. Um, oh, that's great. doesn't it also come out right around Resident Evil Eight? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I think it does. I believe no, it does. Resident Evil Eight actually comes out a day before my birthday, so Ooh, <laughs> that'll be oh, nice. a nice little present. Yeah, no kidding. Um, going back to going back to Ace Attorney for a second. Classy Mudkip in the chat said, "Wasn't Trilogy Two leaked too?" And yes, I believe that a trilogy containing four five and six was potentially part of the capcom giga leak if i remember correctly derek do you remember the same that i do 
can't remember. It might it be familiar, but I can't remember for the life of me. Okay, right. Eternal comes okay. out a week before Village. Sorry. Oh, no. It comes out the same time as okay. Pokemon Snap. So there Going you go. back to, to Night in the... Ch- uh, Evernight Studio says that uh, July stacked with Skyward Sword and stuff. This whole year is amazing for gaming yeah. every yeah. like we got pokemon snap and near replicant coming up we got resident evil 8 in may we've got uh final fantasy 7 intergrade coming after that we got scarlet oh, nexus yeah. coming out after that oh, we got nexus. so many <laughs> got got uh mario golf we got um yep. kina right. no more heroes kina. three no, no more heroes, no yeah. more heroes Her- three horizon forbidden west it's something yeah, rift apart yeah. We are living like, in a world so much. where I yeah. will get to replay Skyward Sword, and then as soon as I'm done with it, play No More Heroes three. I am that <laughs> that that is almost a perfect combo. If you if you swapped out, yep. the only way it could get better for me personally <laughs> is if you swapped out Skyward Sword with Breath of the Wild two. <laughs> <And> then <laughs> hey. I, I I might just have to just quit gaming after that. I'd be like, it got too good. I'm out. It got too good. I can't. Speaking of Persona, uh, thanks to Classy Mudkip. Uh, uh, Shimagami Tensei uh, Nocturne HD yeah. right now soon. And on the beat em up front, we can't forget about TMNT uh, Shredder's Revenge and Streets of Rage 4's DLC. Oh, so, my heart. And we got and... two more Smash characters coming. <laughs> and, and we got yeah. a new uh, 14 oh, yeah. uh, expansion coming out. We got PSO2, oh, yeah. PSO2 New Genesis coming yeah. out. Like, this is an there's embarrassment so going on. Riches, yeah. Hell yeah. This All is the right. year I choose to get in, into an MMO. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> Skull Kid Tiger, uh, uh, Vash, in response to your fantastic uh, statement, Skull Kid Tiger said, if Battle Network comes to Switch, anyone down for a LAN party? No. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that, Skull Kid in, Tiger. In, in the context of that universe, that sounds disgusting and terrible. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point, actually. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. In the context of that universe, if you just say Jack in in any, any context, you're just not going to have a good time. Jack in the squirrel. Yeah. Jack into the squirrel. Yeah. Phantom become detective club. I'm interested in that. I'm actually legit excited. Finding time for it, it's gonna be hard, but I am interested yes. in Famicom. Famicom Detective Club. club I'm, I'm deeply interested to talk more about. I, I think Same. that, I think it has a lot of potential. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll talk more about that hold, soon. Hold, hold you over <laughs> until he's attorney. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Kind of a stopgap. Anyway, speaking of Nintendo properties, let's move on to our final story of the night. And I'll be honest, I don't know what this is. There's a Pokemon Fossil Museum. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, not sure what we're going to do on this story because it's just sort of like a whatever thing. But uh, Wait, you guys aren't lining up? You know, if <laughs> I mean, I'm going if I was to... in Japan right now, I'd go. <laughs> yeah. I'd go sure. If I'm going to Japan to see a Nintendo related physical attraction, it's not this. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't <laughs> it. <laughs> you got the wrong one. I'm it's... going to Super Nintendo World and eating all the food. Well, I mean, if you have to choose, yes. But if you can do, if you can do both, I think yes. this is kind of cool. So it's it's going to be at the Mikasa really City cool. Museum from July fourth to September twentieth, and it's going to show like the real life dinosaur fossils that fossil Pokemon are based on. And I guess it'll have like you know real life replicas of of the fossil Pokemon to like compare and contrast. I think this is really neat. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's cool. Uh- they they have highlights in here. Like they actually compared. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. The 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 T Rex Pokemon. It's been a while um, since I had him. But oh, they actually, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they actually have like a, a skeletal frame showing off his skeletal frame, and then next put it next to oh, an actual T Rex. Tyrantrum, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, okay, Oh damn, I was wrong. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but comparing it to an actual T-Rex and like showing the skeletal fru- uh, structure, uh, which is kind of funny because um, 
I think that we don't usually see the skeletal structure of Pokemon. Like I'd be highly curious about electrodes <laughs> or yeah. diglets. Yeah. Electro- I yeah I mean, it's, it's, please tell us it's not a muscular man underneath all that. <laughs> <laughs> I love this because in the description on the website, uh, they, they're, they call fossil Pokemon. This is obviously translated from Japanese Kaseki Pokemon. And so if you keep reading, this is so on brand for Pokemon. This says, let's take a closer look at the fossils of each world by visiting the exhibit with Dr. Kaseki, a.k.a. Dr. Fossil. Pokemon has just the, the simplest, most ridiculous, straightforward naming schema sometimes. Mm-hmm. Of course, Dr. Fossil is going to teach you about fossil Pokemon. Yeah. Who else would, right? Just fossilized trees. He was yeah. born for this. And I guess you have Excavation Pikachu to help with the learning process as well. I think this is pretty cool. With his friend, Captain Toad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do like this. I think that it's kind of a cool thing. I think little kids would be more, way more into it than someone my age, but I appreciate right. it for what it is. I think it's this, sure. this is for the kids who are really into dinosaurs at that age. I mean, oh, yeah, we my, all saw Jurassic Park. We were down. My son would be all over this. Are you kidding me? Land Before yeah. Time was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Land Before Time, too. Oh, yeah. Land Before Time. Aren't they on, like, my, my dad works on those series, and he, he'll tell me every, like, several months or so he's like oh i'm working on i'm you know i'm spike again and land before time i'm like they're on land before i think they're they're so far in that they've stopped numbering them i think they stopped numbering them at like 13 and now they're on like 15 or something it's just the meteor keeps passing by like they see it in every episode you know but they're like "Eh." yeah and like at what point does it become the land after time well that's when it goes that's when it goes into ice age and then that takes over it's like a crossover episode oh yeah right Instead like of it. like a number at the end, I just want them to add another the land before for each sequel. Like the land before, <laughs> uh-huh. before the land before uh-huh. time. Land before time. Before. Yeah, yeah. The I land honestly, before I that last one. Had... <laughs> Stop for this show, I kind of wish they had the the uh, the new fossil Pokemon from Sword and Shield because they're based on the mismatch, like completely wrong Pokemon, like skeletal frames getting put together. So they're sort sort of abomination. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wonder. Do we think that uh, history is going to smile favorably on Sword and Shield? I feel like they are probably some of the like I I don't hear a lot of love for that for those two games. They play fine, this but the story is kind of bleh. The yeah, characters kind I, of right. I played through the story, which is mostly the extent of my involvement with Pokemon. I was just like, man, this is. Mm-hmm one of the worst ones in terms of the narrative the story was really good. If you were Leon, cause you get to see it. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like the back I've heard half that of that about game. Story. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just like, Oh, you're doing your little, uh, your, your Pokemon thing. Okay. We're going to go save the day. You keep doing your Pokemon thing and we'll see you later. That's literally what happens. Like 50 you're times. In a Pokemon yeah. game with responsible adults that don't let the kids do the dangerous things. It's, it's so weird to me because they, they make the actual Pokemon battles, like the gym battles, these huge grandiose events, which I love because, mm. I mean, if a if a country or a world was obsessed enough with Pokemon to let like 12 year olds just leave their houses and roam the world in search of opponents, which just seems wrong, uh, <laughs> then they better be <laughs> and take their money this shit, and take right? their money when they yeah. win. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, mom, I'm going to go make animals fight and then I'm going to take money from the loser. <laughs> like, okay, dear, have fun. I'll see you whenever you return home. Like, yeah. don't write, don't call, because I don't care. I mean, <laughs> it just seems like a weird world to live in. But, I mean, when they when they put the battles in stadiums, I was like, this makes so much sense in the context of how popular Pokemon battles seem to be in all the previous games. But then, you know, they're like, 
they they tease you with this grand thing that's happening outside of all this and it makes those huge battles seem so small in in scale in comparison mm-hmm. you like finally mm-hmm. get battles that feel appropriate and then they're like, yeah, but also there's giant Pokemon. And don't worry, the guy who's asked you're going to kick at the end of the game is just going to deal with that for you. You're literally never <laughs> yeah, going to see exactly. it. And, and it's Sword funny Shield. because that was the most exciting possibility. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I get to go and like deal with these Gigantamax Pokemon all over the place and put them down and be a real hero. And they're like, nah, yeah. Leon did that. <laughs> yeah, Leon yeah. did it. Yeah. I haven't played Sword and Shield myself. I played like the demo. I like I just haven't had time to play through the story, which like you, Steve, is pretty much all I usually do with Pokemon. But just, you know, watching the reactions to it and, and you know how people feel about it, I feel as though the needle has moved slightly back toward the favorable side ever uh, since the you know the Dexit stuff all kind of died down. I feel like with people taking Sword and Shield for what it is outside of the Dexit stuff, it seems to be fairly okay in terms of like people like it but i don't I yeah don't i still have those people who are still bitter about those things yeah. but which that's always yeah. going to be the case but yeah i mean i i i legit love and i know this is not a popular choice uh exactly but i love sun and moon i i think sun and moon is fantastic mm-hmm. i still I like prefer yeah. ultra sun and ultra moon um people think it's a little too handholdy too much too linear you got uh, constantly getting railroaded in that which i get makes replays mm-hmm. a little bit yeah but in the moment, that first time is really cool to explore all those islands, get that, have a really uh, in-depth, you know, a character that kind of evolves through you with, with you through Lily. It's more Lily's game than it is yours, and I love that. I think that's more interesting. And in the same way, we have cover Pokemon that we care about. That's rare. That yeah. does not happen. Yeah. That is really cool. And probably the most evil villain in this series <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a and lot that I really like. Yeah, Sun and Moon. I mean, uh, in Sun and Moon. And Sun and Moon also, it has to be said, Sun and Moon has Team Skull, which. I and that. They got a really fun Skull. Team. My I just, favorite I evil team it. ever. Evil what? team. Oh, wait. No, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> but it's just the way they move, man. It's the way they move and their music. They're they're such posers. I'm a, but that's I'm, a hu- I'm a huge Jet Set Radio yeah. fan, so like any chance oh. I can get oh, is some yeah, like punks doing stuff. Yep. Yeah. And they're, but, and they're such um, wannabe too, wannabes too, yeah. right? They're not like dangerous, and that's what yeah, they're just kind of they're they're such posers. Yeah, yeah. I I I think Team Skull was pretty funny. I, I I like Sun and Moon probably more than Sword and Shield. Sun and Moon were actually I agree with you, Derek. They were great. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the hell out of those. Mm-hmm. Those were the first ones that I sat down and just played through for no reason other than that I was enjoying them for a, in a long time. I don't see this. Top three uh, gens is. Uh, Five, seven, and two. I think in that oh, order. Gen two is so good. <laughs> mine, are, mine are three, five, and six. I'm one of the very few six fans out there. I would probably uh, agree with Derek on five, seven, and two. Honestly, yeah. Mm. The only ones uh, I missed out on was black and white one and two. I want to play oh, them so that, bad. Black and white, oh, that's so yeah. good. It was so yeah. novel at the time, especially because I was so tired of running into Zubats and crap to have a completely new Pokemon to run into. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I just if I have a spare 150 lying around, I'll buy one. Like, but I can't buy a copy of Black and White one or two without paying out the wazoo. So yeah, to that point, unfortunately, Pokemon not go down in price. Um, Classy Mudkip with a, with a really interesting take that I, I agree with. Uh, they say they watched Kill a Kill recently, and Lucimini is just PGified Rogio. That's actually really true. That's yeah. a great comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I like that. All right, hmm. y'all. Well. I think with that, we've covered pretty much all the news for today and and probably got off on a few tangents here and there and everywhere. Yeah, it happens. Uh, but, you yeah. know, hey, that's what happens here. Um, 
So before we go, obviously, Vash, we know we can find you in our Discord, in our community, uh, in our audience sometimes. But uh, aside from that, you you stream and create your own content. So where can the GV gang find you if they're not looking for you right here? Super easy. Uh, barely an inconvenience. Uh, if you guys get that reference, go ahead. But um, what was it? Uh, yeah, I just twitched that TV slash Vash. I, I like nailed and got the name. Just Vash. No numbers. No nothing. Just awesome. Twitch nice. TV slash Vash. Uh, it's actually a funny story that I'll tell you if you tune in my stream tomorrow for Replicant. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Good yeah. hustling. Uh, but besides that, yeah, I mean. Friday, not Thursday? Uh, is it 22nd? No. Yeah. 22nd, maybe. I thought the 23rd, but eh, I could be wrong. Could also maybe. be the 22nd at 9 p.m. or something, right? Yeah. That's true. Mm, um, game's going to unlock when they unlock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah. Besides that, I mean, you guys know me because I'm the shadow of my brother Broly Legs. Um, but but yeah, just you can find me at his channel. Uh, just you know, hanging out, playing fighting games over there. Or yeah, just Twitch.tv/vash. I also have a YouTube channel that's linked in my Twitch channel. So uh, we're actually doing a discussion for. I've been watching Falcon Winter Soldier, and oh, I watch nice. it right when it launches at 2 a.m. Central Time, my time. And then I get together with two friends and we talk about the episode. So the finale is happening tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night, I know it's super late, to it, 3 a.m. basically, but if you want to hang out and just listen to us talk, we can do that too. That but, uh, I, might, I might have to talk in if I'm able to, because if I if I can, I like to watch it as soon as it drops as well. I'm super into it, so same thing with WandaVision. I don't have well, to worry so. about its spoilers as much as I did with WandaVision. Yeah, fact, right. without... yeah it's just Either memes way. now. All the memes come out after the episode on Twitter. <laughs> Either way, make sure, make sure you head over to Vash's uh, Twitch channel, watch uh, Near with him, and, and Hell, if you're up at that hour, watch uh, watch his reactions to uh, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier. I'll be asleep, but if you're not, <laughs> head on over there, check it out. Uh, no, yeah, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. That was awesome, and uh, I just yeah, I'm look forward to seeing more content from you guys. Uh, you, you guys have been killing it, and I really do appreciate the the PS1 and PS2 list that you all made for. Uh, the I mean now we don't have to worry about it too much, but it's gonna happen one day probably. But um, right, I, I did go out and buy a bunch of games. Hell I mean, yeah. when I get the time, I try. I think I'm going to do a PSP list since that is actually still closing. So I'll end it off the series with that. So it's oh, a yeah. it's a really good series to do uh, with with uh, even now that they Sony's reverted that that whole thing. It's such a great to- uh, conversation piece because at my stream, I really don't care about like backseat gaming and like people coming in and telling me what to do. I don't care about that at all. I care about spoilers. But that if you want to come in and you're a pro at Persona Three. Please let me know. I got to take a right instead of a left. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> trust nice. me. I needed that. I got my ass kicked, but whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> I just got I just got finished doing a Batman marathon. I played all the Batman Arkham games, even the dreadful nice. PSP Vita one. It's Ooh. awful. Um, but I, I'm doing a full platinum playthrough of the Kingdom Hearts series. I'm doing a full platinum playthrough nice. of the Tales series. So if you want to get into Tales series, I'm playing all of them, and I'm actually doing a viewer. Uh, share play if you want to help me platinum tales of Vesperia on, P- on playstation 4 you can do it you can join my game and we'll nice. play uh, through that it's pretty fun oh, it's a great idea that i love is that awesome uh yeah, so yeah awesome. Feel, check check all of that out there's a lot going on there <laughs> check it all out if you can um but before we go we have to give a thank you to all of our patrons uh no matter what level you're at including those brand new ones that just joined during the show haven't had numbers like that popping up in a while um but we have to give a special thank you to our patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen. Y'all know who you are. We love you very much. And we appreciate all of your support. Uh, and of course, as always, sorry, really quick, Steve, oh, I'm really sorry. quick before you finish. 
Uh, I see a couple of people requesting in the chat that I do the Zemo dance for Shake That Ash today. So I'm going to do my best. I don't promise anything that it'll be good, but I'm going to do my best. All right. Yeah, with Tur- uh, Turkish right. Delight. Let's go. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, so I guess I'm going to find out. All right. <laughs> so an extra special thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob, our man X, Itiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Floating Mew, Aiko Carroll, Christopher, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, Macalau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Ken Roulet09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Douglas Chomics, Andrew Medeiros, Orem M, Patrick Harrison, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Flaming Highwayman, Sean Garrett, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Masterlinks, Sean Davis, Deaneth, Jackson Jordan, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hooby, Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, My Mom, Hi Mom, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, AJB Cool, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Wheezy Penguin Jr., Anthony Wilson Jr., Geeky Griffin, and Alessia, our brand new EPs. Welcome to the EP squad, my friends. Woo! And remember right. that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch our exclusive post-show live for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching. If you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, everyone. Good night, everybody.